Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Mariah. And this is Ghoulish Gals Podcast. It's it's that it's the funny time of night. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you um, hear the last episode we recorded? <laughs> Was I? Were you here for that? <laughs> Do you remember what happened five minutes ago? Five. I mean, probably closer to ten. Okay, oh, give well. yourself a break. <laughs> All right. Well, ten minutes, I guess. But uh, that's too long for my squirrel brain. I fucking feel it. I don't remember anymore. I fucking feel it. Episode number three for the night, and we still got one more to go. Excuse me, baby. Well, listen, he's... So last time I went to the doctor, like this week, just on, like a couple days ago, um, you know, she like, they have to measure the fundal height, right, which is like the dome of your bed. Anyways, she was measuring my belly. She's like, you're all baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, no fucking shit. I know. I fucking feel it. I can't bend. It's all baby. I literally can't lean forward. Listen, we've been recording for how long and how many times have I leaned back like this to record? Never. I don't. I literally physically cannot sit up because then he like, my stomach presses on my legs and then presses up. Anyways, aside from... Surprise number two. (laughs) Yes, aside from talking about this melon head. We're going to oh, talk about the melons. Um, different yeah. kind of melon head, obviously. You know. Yeah. This me- Anyways. Yay. So I did not do Connecticut. Because, because I already did, did Connecticut in the Haunted Roads. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I did do Ohio and Michigan melon heads. Um, generally speaking, though, with all three states, um, they're basically just always described as like small humanoids with like really big like bulbous heads um and then like really (laughs) (laughs) my brain went there um but then a lot of people say they have like sickly looking skin and whatever yeah you know so we're gonna go state by state for michigan and ohio I started with Michigan, but when I was doing Ohio, some of the comments on, like, some of the encounters were like, oh, that just sounds like Ohio people to me. I was like, oh, <laughs> we, we went over this the last time. Ohio is the Midwest version of Florida. Yeah. Ohio yeah. is our Florida man. Ohio man. <laughs> Ohio! <laughs> Ohio cosamas! <laughs> Hi, ho, <laughs> up to a <laughs> I made a little whip out of my Twizzler. Look at it. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> you know, um, back in the day, I have to say back in the day, apparently now, but you know, like in the earlier, like in the 2010s, right? When like the big things were like those name generators. Oh, God. I, me and my friends read um it was like a birthday sleepover. <laughs> and you know, the big thing to do in like the 2010s was like, you know. You what would our name be if shit. it was a stupid thing? Or you take all of the. Yeah. What kind of boyfriend no. should you have, quizzes? So listen, listen. 
we did um what's your stripper name <laughs> do you want to know what mine was yeah i've never forgot it because it just cracks me the fuck up so everybody else was getting like <laughs> cocoa strawberry or whatever yeah like, like those and mine <laughs> mine was princess whip Yes. Like, what? what the fuck? It How come y'all sense, get though. like the little cutie patootie ones like strawberry and mine is princess fucking whip? Princess whip I mean, bitch. listen, looking back, it's understandable. It makes fucking However. sense. <laughs> However. <sighs> Anyways. <clears throat> What's your stripper name? <laughs> The way you just looked at the screen so earnestly. <laughs> like you really expected somebody to answer. <laughs> FBI agent, what's your stripper name, please? Okay. Okay. I need to know what your stripper name is. Thank you. Um, I can pull up the quiz if you don't have access to it. I'll find one. Melonhead. Melonhead. Yes. Heads. Okay. So, I went state by state except for Connecticut. We're going to start with Michigan. So, originally, there's obviously, like, several, you know, stories, obviously. Originally, the melon heads were children who had hydrocephalus. That's, like, a pretty common theme throughout all of the origins. In case you're unaware, that is a condition where there is an accumulation of cerebrospinal fluid uh, within the brain. Makes their heads flow. Yep. So, these kids allegedly lived at... The Junction Insane Asylum uh, near oh, Felt of Mansion. They did. Yes, of course they did in this story. Anyway, um, apparently there is no proof that that was ever an insane asylum, though. What? I get there. Hold on. So <laughs> here's the story. All okay. Right. After being physically and emotionally abused, because it's an insane asylum, mm-hmm. they. Literally just became feral. They were then released into the forest. Oh my god! Around the asylum. What the fuck? You know, I mean, Project X shit. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, government experiments. Let's see if we can get these kids to survive in the um, wild. Listen, it gets yeah. So that okay. Anyways, I'll I'll shut up for a minute. So. While this story has, like, been a part of local folklore for decades, the Allegan County Historical Society states the asylum never existed. However, it was a prison at one point. How do you get a prison out of a sane asylum? I mean, they are kind of. I was going to say, I mean, is there loads of different... (laughs) No, no, you're right. So, the... This is kind of a mouthful just because it's town and town. Okay, so listen. The Lake Town Township manager, Al Meshkin. Lake um, Town Township. So he was interviewed by the Holland Sentinel, which is just like a daily newspaper. Okay, I know where we're at. Okay, yeah, there you go. We're down in Holland, by Holland. That's right on Lake Michigan. It's not very far into Michigan, actually. It's only like half hour, 45 minutes into Michigan from Indiana. Oh, good. I wish it was farther into Michigan, so it was farther away from us. But, <laughs> you know. Um, Holland's really fun, though. There's a um, lot of good beaches over there. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe oh, not. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Listen, okay. So, all right, all right, all right. Um, he said, 
uh, that he heard the stories as a teenager, but he did note that, like, him and his friends and, like, all the other teenagers would call them wobbleheads. So, apparently, they just kind of, like, hang out around that area. Hmm. So, I would prefer that to be farther. I mean, they're not, they're not coming over here. Well, there's I a, mean, there's a lake. You know. And they gotta go through Indiana first, and if you can get through Indiana, well then fuck, I wanna see you get here. Are you braiding your twist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, it, this is folklore. Like all folklore, there's many, many variations to the story. So one of the variations is that the kids were actually living in Felt Mansion, but eventually retreated to a system of caves um, in a hill that were left over from an old abandoned zoo. Oh, uh, well, that was just right next to the mic. Sorry about that. Ah. <laughs> crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> Wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another variation is that the children had actually devised a plan to kill the doctor that was abusing them and to escape. Um, and there's a couple little variations to this specific little bit of information, right? So they've killed him. Okay, they've killed this doctor that's abusing them. They have nowhere to hide the body. So in one variation, they chop it up and hide it all around the mansion. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the other version, they just ate the body. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, There are also loads of rumors saying that, you know, teenagers who had broken into the mansion saw ghosts of the children and they also claim to see parts of the doctor's murder through light coming from like an open door now despite differing origin stories they are said to live around the felt mansion um like on the trails that surround it and the saugatuck dunes state park wow you were really really close <laughs> i think it's saugatuck ah me and my goddamn A's today. <laughs> Confabulations. <laughs> Salgatug. What the fuck? I I could be wrong. Yeah, it's fine. I think you were very, very close, though. Yeah, it's fine. Indian names are hard. Yeah. Um, we don't have the right dialect for it. Yeah, well, okay, here's the thing about, like, um, people whose native language is English versus people who grew up, like, speaking a different language is, like, it's the mouth and tongue placement that's different. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're learning, like, a, you have to, like, learn different, like, tongue placement and stuff. When I was singing, depending on what language you were singing, depended on the shape of your vowels and your mouth and your tongue placement. Yeah. Like, so I you know put it, like, on your teeth, the behind. soft T, the soft yeah. E versus the hard T and the D versus T. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, languages, man. Super interesting. It is. Uh, So, anyways, (laughs) the legend says that now they live in a series of underground tunnels, like the caves from the abandoned zoo, Um, and they sometimes come out to attack people and or to eat them. Mm. So, on occasion, older people will talk about how, like, in the 1950s, when they themselves were teenagers, they would go out to the area where they were like reported and see glowing eyes in the woods or they might just see like something moving out there Mm -hmm. now the felt mansion did become the saint augustine seminary for boys in 1949 and a former student there spoke to the grand haven tribune about the melon heads and he said 
Rumors start because of the unknown. The Melonheads were actually seminarians at St. Augustine Seminary in the Felt Mansion. The local kids called us that because it was a private school and we were brainy. So, that could be a possible, like, mm. origin. And that's really, like, really all I have for, like, the origins for, like, the Michigan ones. I read, like, loads of sources, but they all kind of just said the same thing. Yeah. So, now we're going to move on to Ohio. There's a few, okay? We're working oh, with a, a little bit more here. So, origin number one is that they were orphans who were under the watch of a man named Dr. Crow. Now, Crow allegedly performed experiments on the kids, and because of the experiments, they developed large, hairless heads and malformed bodies. So, in some versions of this story, they say that these kids already had hydrocephalus, and Crow was injecting more fluids into their brains. Eventually... The kids killed him and burned the orphanage down, fleeing to the surrounding forests. Now, I don't know where this part comes from, but supposedly when they fled to the forests, they were feeding on babies. Now, where are you getting these babies? (laughs) I need to know. Are they just going into town and yoinking the babies? Right, because like... You know, in, like, Connecticut, we talked about how, like, there was supposedly, like, a lot of inbreeding with the Connecticut mm-hmm. ones. But, like, even if there's inbreeding going on here, um, you're not going nine months between meals, guys. Mm-mm. Like, what the fuck? Where are you getting these babies? I don't know. A question. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know. So, anyways, according to the legend, the Melonheads hang out on Wisner Road in Kirtland and... Chardon Township. Now, origin number two is that it was actually the government doing experiments on the kids. (laughs) And in this version, Dr. Crow is actually a super, super kind dude. So the government was doing all these experiments on these kids. Um, They didn't have anywhere for these kids to go. So the kids just showed up at Dr. Crow's house in the middle of the night one night. And he just kind of, him and his wife just kind of took them in and started taking care of them. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, in this story, Dr. Crow died in his house of natural causes, and then somehow the house caught on fire, and the kids again fled into the surrounding woods. That one mentions nothing about his wife, um, and like her fate. Yeah, she just died too then. So, aside from children being experimented on, and a man named Dr. Crow, these origin stories, these two, do have yet another thing in common. So in both versions, it's said that mean-spirited locals had started to call the kids Melonhead, obviously because of their appearance, and they were just being dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so over the years, the name stuck, and that's how they got the name Melonheads, because Aww. a lot of locals were being a bunch of dicks. Yeah. So apparently, most sightings of them happen at night, So there was a local news station in Ohio, and they did, it was like a Halloween special in 2020 on the Melonheads. So they interviewed a woman named Amy Capostasi, Capostasi, Capostasi is probably closer, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Capostasi. Um, No, she's (laughs) with... This is a Capostasi. Oh, okay. Clearly, clearly I have the medical brain because I thought 
I thought of like colonoscopy. No. <laughs> I think mine is a short one. I'm almost done with these notes. <laughs> and then, of course, I have the stuff to read. But It's hilarious anyways. because the first, like, almost ten minutes of this shit is just us rambling. And then, oh, we're on Snapchat, so this is going to be a 20-minute fucking episode. <sighs> Maybe this one will just be an edited. No, there's more family stuff. We really need to stop talking about our fucking family on here. We can't help it. <laughs> We don't do um, anything else during the day. This is literally my life. That's true. I have nobody else to talk to. <laughs> um, you got me now. <laughs> I mean, I do have some other friends, but, you know, it's like, oh, they're long distance. And yeah. it's hard. Anyways. Uh, it. So this Amy is with the um, Lake County Historical Society. And in the interview, she said they could be dangerous if they wanted to be. Oh, and that's it? That's all you have to say about that one? Okay. Um, she did say more. Oh. <laughs> I was oh, pausing for effect. Oh. <laughs> you, were like, still, you were like nodding like, yep, that's it. They sure could be dangerous that's, if they wanted it. to be. No. I could be dangerous if I wanted to we be. We already know you are dangerous. You just are... <laughs> you just sometimes have a little more control than other times. I am literally that audio on TikTok that's like, you know, I am not as mean as I as I wish I could be. <laughs> or whatever it is. My face makes me look meaner than I actually am, but I'm really not that mean. <laughs> no, I'm the one who'll ruin lives. <laughs> yeah, no. I I I might I might call you a stupid name or something, but I don't know. Oh, you I'm... really have to piss me off to get me to ruin your fucking life. Listen, I'm one of those people who, I don't have resting bitch face, I have resting sad face. Um, it's a thing, okay? Maybe and I, I really wish I looked a hell of a lot meaner than I do. Because I hate when random people just come up and start talking. Like, I'll be at the grocery store and people will just be like, trying to have a whole ass conversation. Can you not, please? Like, listen, if you need help reaching something off of the top shelf, sure, I got you. Just be like, hey, do you mind helping me get that? Please I don't do not know have. your fucking life Exactly. Story. Please do not try and stand here and have a whole ass conversation with me. Just because I look nice? No. Please leave me alone. <laughs> she said. I'm Shrek, okay? <laughs> get out of my spot! <laughs> the fucking echo. I swear to God, people are going to think we're both, like, high as shit or something. <laughs> nah, man, we're just high on life. I feel like we talked about that at one point. I was like, yeah, I'm just high off of, <laughs> off of life, and the, the serotonin my brain makes sometimes makes me happy, Listen, so I get high off of it. We're not high off life or anything like that. <laughs> high off of my anxiety and depression we're high off of trauma yep yep anyway back to melon heads for the sixth time okay so um she said they could be dangerous if they wanted to be and then she went over the two origin stories that i've just shared and then the people like doing the interview had asked her if she believed that they could exist today and her response was and listen i did not have to add this part at all i just thought her response was kind of funny and uh, yeah anyways her response was i hope not and if they do 
I hope we don't see any out here. And I would tell you, if you want to come through Kirtland and you do see them, I would not stop and take a selfie with them. <laughs> I didn't have to add that, but I thought it was fucking funny. I was like, that's the most like millennial slash Gen Z thing I've ever fucking Don't heard. stop to take a selfie with them, okay? <laughs> oh, Cause... I'm dying. But first, let me take a selfie. No. <laughs> Origin number three. Okay. I, I, first, okay, sorry, backtrack a little bit. If I saw that running at me from the woods, my first thought is not stop, get out of my car, or take a fucking selfie. I'm saying. My ass is picking up speed and running the fuck away before it grabs on my bumper. Well, listen, I don't know. I have an encounter to share with you later, and you might. Anyways. So, you'll see. You'll see in a few minutes. Um, so, this story, I only saw in like a couple of sources. And it is kind of similar to the second theory that I shared. Or second, like, legend that I shared. So, in this one, Dr. Crone and his wife are living in an isolated cabin in the woods. And for whatever reason, they are asked to care for a group of kids that have hydrocephalus. Now, again, the locals are just a bunch of dicks and start calling these kids melon heads. And then in this story, this is literally just kids who have hydrocephalus. Aww. So Dr. Crow's wife uh, noticed that this nickname was really hurting all of these kids' feelings. And so she began to, like, draw the children, like, closer and, like, just let her mother instincts take over, right? And so she's doing her best to protect them from the outside world. And so they begin to see her as, like, their own mother because like really they're all these kids have Mm -hmm. and now unfortunately she did pass away and when she passed away the kids they were just totally lost like they literally just lost their mother figure she literally just died so the kids kind of went like crazy like they didn't know what to do they're panicking they're running around the cabin they're just thrashing and just throwing shit right they're legitimately panicking. Yeah. Now, Dr. Crow is trying to calm them down, right? But it's not working. And so in all of this chaos, a lit kerosene lantern was knocked over Ooh. onto the floor of this old cabin. And that set the entire cabin on fire. The fire engulfed everything. Everything. Including Dr. Crow and the children. Mm. So in this version, um, the melon heads that like, you see are just the ghosts of these kids who had burned to death in the fire. Oh. Now. Uh, the melon heads are, they're literally one of those things, right? It's just, there's like always that one thing where like, either you've seen the melon heads yourself, or you've had your own encounter, or you know someone who's seen them, or you know someone who knows someone who's seen them. Like, it's just one of those things. Well, I knew this guy one time that was driving down this road and it was dark and out came this melon head out of Right, yeah. right. It's just like one of those things. <laughs> now, this is where it gets a little saddy sad. How sadder than them dying in a fire? Well, because remember, technically they're an urban legend. Okay. You know. However, one of the theories that like accounts for the origin of the urban legend Um, is that there was this family with a mentally disabled child, and this child had, like, an oversized head and would just, like, stand at the fence on the end of their property. Oh. 
Um, and so many people think that all of these stories kind of just come from this like one poor unfortunate soul. Poor unfortunate soul. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to make that a little bit less sad. Thank you. Um, so in this area, apparently, like where they are frequently seen, there are loads of hiking trails and stuff. So it's said that if you walk down some of the trails and go into like the deeper parts of the woods, you can find mutilated animal corpses like in these deeper, deeper parts. Ah! <laughs> um, oh. Some legends say that on full moons, they are incredibly vicious and will attack what any are humans they, they fucking see. fucking werewolves now? Kind of, listen, kind of seems like it, okay? Many because... werewolves. <laughs> Okay. It's also said, however, that they have poor eyesight. Oh. So if you're wearing dark colored clothes, they can't see us. You. Uh, they have a hard time seeing you. However, if you're wearing the opposite of what we <laughs> normally wear. So my work clothes. <laughs> yes. Then you are like bright colors makes you enemy number one, baby. Oh, so it's like a bowl with a red flag. Literally. Do you know that? It's not um, real. Yeah. They did that on Mythbusters. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> it's, it's literally just like the, the movement of the cloth that mm -hmm. triggers them. It doesn't matter what fucking color it is. They're still going to go at it. Yeah. Um, it's just now, more fun to say that bulls go after red. Oh, yeah. Um, so if it's not a full moon, though, usually they just attack animals. Usually. Oh. Apparently not all the time. But so, animals uh, in the dark forest, you can't fucking see shit. They're all wood colored. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, squirrels are brown. They match the tree bark. Uh, you got black squirrels. You got birds. Oh, oh, some of the birds are colorful. I can see that one. Raccoons, deer, they all blend the fuck in. A skunk? I Listen, I don't know what to tell you, fam. Fucking honey badger? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's kind of just the origins. And now I just have like a few um, encounters. Encounters are hard to find. Yes. Um, unless you're like willing to brave like Reddit or something, I'm sure. You're gonna just have to get over your fear of Reddit. Every time I go on Reddit, there's like sex stuff, okay? And it's it is, like weird. It is 100% the site for that because it doesn't get monetized at all. Nobody gives a shit. It is well, Tumblr not monitored, like, yeah. It is, it is like Tumblr 2.0 times 10. Yeah. So listen, you mentioned your car and how your first instinct is not to just, oh, let me take a selfie. You're just going to keep going, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take names out, mm -hmm. even though like these were posted to um, like the internet. I'm just rather safe than sorry. You know what I mean? So this person uh, says ditched melon head along roadside. It was October 5th, 2001. This person their stepfather, their mom, and stepbrother were driving down Chillicothe Road. They say might be misspelled. Okay, so I'm pronouncing it based on what they spelled. I don't know if it's misspelled or not. And uh, it says we had been driving up and down roads in the same area for almost an hour with no luck. We were just about to go home 
when we came up on this stretch of road that had fields on both sides and an irrigation ditch running parallel with each side of the road. Just then, I look out my window and I saw him. A melon head. He, or it, was running along next to the ditch. Uh, since the ditch was too wide to jump over, it was coming close, like it was about to jump, then pulling away. At the time, we were going about 40 to 45 miles per hour. The melon head was actually keeping up with us. What? This is the only um, encounter like this that I've found. I was like, <laughs> I think I would um, go faster than 50 miles per hour. So they were out on this stretch of road specifically looking for melon heads? Yes. And they weren't looking for this type. Okay, so this person says, it didn't look anything like I've heard in the stories. He looked about the same height as me, 5'7" is what this person says, uh, was wearing brown pants, which were very ripped up, and where the seams would be... Listen, this sounds very children of the corn to me, but, uh-huh. you know. Anyways, where the seams would be, it was held together by what looked like corn husk. It wore a white shirt with brown and red stains all over it, hoping the red stains weren't blood. Bitch, its head yes, was were. <laughs> Its head was a very light brown tint. It had two holes in the side of its head, which I think were ears, and its head was swelled up and its eyes were very big looking. Just as we turned a curve, it jumped into the woods. This is my story of the melon heads. I don't think you saw a melon head. I think you saw an alien. (laughs) I'd be shitting my pants regardless. (laughs) Um, The second I saw something keeping up with my car that is going 50 miles per hour, I'd be like, ah! What the hell? Yeah. Gives me the heebs. Don't like it. I Yeah, I feel it. I don't want to go look for melon heads. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I was trying to do it so that I wouldn't get flagged. Okay. Fine. So, anyways, another <laughs> another story. So this one says, last year, me and some of my friends at Hope College decided we wanted to go to the Allegan County Woods in Hamilton in search of the melon heads. Why? (laughs) On our first night there, we went back on a path for about a mile and came to an opening where there seemed to be a foundation of a building still there, but the building was gone. On the walk back to the opening, there was a sign hanging over the path, but it was too faded to make out the wording. On the first night, we did not experience anything too out of the ordinary uh, that we didn't think couldn't be explained by animals or other sorts. We went back the next night, and it was raining, mixed with some lightning. So me and two other guys were leading the group down the path, and about a half mile into our walk, there was a lightning flash, and all three of us saw the same exact figure of a human, about four and a half feet tall with an abnormally large head, standing in the middle of the clearing that we had gone to the night before. We three kind of slowed down for a minute, and the next thing we knew, we heard a huge crash in the woods to the left of us. We immediately turned and ran back to the cars. The smartest thing you did was get back to your you fucking car. You mean they car. didn't want to take a selfie with that? Apparently In the lightning not. storm, which you shouldn't have been out in in the first fucking place? Yeah, I mean, these are college kids, so. I don't I mean, go out you know. in lightning storm. Um, Unless I'm at work. I have no choice. Right. (laughs) So, uh, this person says, uh, like the next encounter, 
Um, this person says they used to live by the woods on Wisner Road um, near the Lundgren barn. They say, when I was 10 years old, I had a brief encounter with a melon head. It was an early autumn night around 10 p.m. when I heard my dog, sorry, I'd be, I, no, this would piss me the fuck off. You would not be leaving, bitch. I'm sorry. Anyways, <clears throat> when I heard my dog bark and ran outside to see what was going on, when I went outside to see what the commotion was all about, I found my dog lying there bleeding. <gasps> Nah, bitch, you get your ass fucking back here. I don't care if you're a fair little bitch or not. I'm ending you. No. Fuck you. Anyways, I looked towards the woods and saw what I believe to be a small figure with very pale skin and a large head. When the creature saw me, it ran into the woods. Yeah, you better fucking run. Well, if he runs into the fucking woods, he gone. I ain't ain't (laughs) fucking with that. Because if there's one, there's more, and I do not want to be bitten alive by a bunch of fucking melon heads as they come swinging down from the fucking trees and yelling. (laughs) I just think in my head, fucking Lost Boys from Hook. Oh. Uh, Again, that's the difference in our personalities. I went straight to horror movies. No. Uh, which is funny because Peter Pan is actually the Jeremy Sumter Peter Pan, in case you were wondering, uh, is actually my number one favorite movie. Just saying, <laughs> I love Peter Pan. Uh, anyways, uh, I went out the next morning and followed the tracks, but they stopped near a creek. I'm now older and very skeptical about events like this, but when I saw, oh, okay, so yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> that was just them saying because I got this off like a blog. Oh. Mm-hmm. I see. So they were like recanting. Yeah. Part of their statement now that they're older, and they're like, "Hey, it probably wasn't that." Okay. So this is a long one. Take a deep breath. <laughs> Do it in one breath. Uh, so, a group of teens were traveling through Wicklife, Ohio, in 1964. And while they were driving, they saw a strange-looking person standing by the side of the road, just staring at them. So here's what you do. You just keep driving. Them fuckers (laughs) pulled over and tried to talk to it, didn't they? (laughs) They claimed the person was small in stature but had a bulbous head. They slowed down to get a better look. No, you just keep driving the same fucking speed. But the creature scurried off into the woods. So feeling adventurous, they decided to go after it. Oh, my God. They made their way through the trees and brush until they allegedly came to a big clearing with an old house. Sitting on the porch of the house were several melon heads along with an older couple. The teens asked the man what was going on. He apparently told the teens that he had once been a nuclear scientist during World War II and the radiation had... figured his kids... Okay, hold on. So, (laughs) the radiation he had constantly been exposed to had caused his children to be born deformed with their bulbous heads. Uh He claimed that the government had paid him to keep quiet about it and relocated him there into the remote area along with his wife and the mutated children, Uh where they would be kept away from normal society. Uh The man made them promise not to tell of the location of their house and sent them on their way. Of course, teens were pieces of shit and decided to tell everyone about it. Too bad for them. Social media wasn't a thing back then. They actually had to talk to people. My biggest fucking (laughs) So they told all their friends, and a group of their friends decided that they would try and go find the melon heads for themselves. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, teenagers. <laughs> so, as they drove along the lonely road towards the house, they then apparently were stopped by a large group of police officers, which was surprising as they were in the middle of nowhere. The cops asked what they were doing out there, and when the subject of melon heads came up, the police adamantly insisted that this was just an urban legend and that they had the that they had best head back. When the teens refused, they were then allegedly taken to the police station and their parents came to pick them up. The teens later claimed that they had been doing nothing wrong and that they had just been driving, minding their own business, making them suspect that a cover-up was going on. So that's an encounter. Hmm. And I will try to send you the blog so you can link them. You might have to remind me. Okay. So, I already read that one. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck with me later when I listen to this girl. So, this one is from Reddit, but I didn't find it. It was on this blog. Okay. So, in northeastern Ohio, the melon heads are a local legend. However, the melon heads are mostly an excuse for teens to go get drunk and go into the woods. <laughs> Yeah, no oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> you know. Cool. Uh, it's a safety hazard, so it's understandable why the cops try to stop people from yes. trying to find the melon heads. Yes. Despite that, teens still say that it's because they're trying to cover something up. No. So, my I friends and I... just don't want your fucking ass getting lost out in the fucking woods, <laughs> drunk and confused, and then freeze Literally. to death. Or get mauled by a bear Okay, or listen, something. if this one is real, it's a, like, a scurry one, man. A scurry. It's scurry. Um, okay. I don't know. I feel like the names are kind of important in this one. Um, oh, God. I'm going to risk it. I'm so sorry you posted this on a blog, though. Like, I think... It's fine. I'm sorry. Anyways. So, my friends, Darren, Brian, Lucas, Mark, and I decided to have a Friday night of fun. Friday night of fun by going to the woods to find the melon heads. We had to evade the cops, but that added to the fun of the night. Of course. When we, yeah, not me, man. I'll stay home, thanks. I do not want to deal with people. <laughs> when we arrived, Brian commented on how creepy it was. He was met with the normal high school insults. We gathered our flashlights and took off into the woods. We were all just having fun, not really caring about the melon heads. As we walked, we could hear rustling in the bushes beside us. Darren shoved the smaller Lucas near the bush, forcing him to see what it was. Oh! Yeah, rude. <laughs> rude assholes. The scent of something dead began to form in the air. Lucas pointed Ugh. his flashlight into the bush and saw a dead opossum. He commented on how gross it was and we kept moving. Gross. All throughout our nighttime stroll, we tried to scare each other by saying things like, What's that? Or, Does anyone hear that? Oh. <laughs> Why does this sound like a plot to a horror movie? I'm saying... Somebody make this a true, fucking though, horror movie. If this one is true, though, it's fucking creepy, man. Uh, so, all throughout our nighttime stroll, we tried to scare each other by... Oh, okay, I already read that one, sorry. After about five seconds of silence, we would all break out laughing again. Eventually, Brian shoved Mark after he tried to scare us. God, I can't fucking talk today. It's one o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Mark lost his balance and tipped over, hitting the forest floor with a quiet thud. We all began speed walking away from him laughing. <clears throat> Rude asshole. So just leave his ass there. After a few got seconds, it. Mark screamed. We turned back and all flipped him the bird. He got up, 
and ran over to us. Now, y'all are fucking rude. (laughs) Y'all are fucking rude. (sighs) He told us that he saw a melon head standing behind a tree. None of us really believed him, and we all just laughed at his claim. He seemed eager to leave, but didn't want to venture through the woods alone. Later, I began to worry about Mark. He kept abnormally quiet. If this was a joke, then surely he would have told us by now. I still shook it off like an idiot. Strangely, we saw more animal corpses. They were mutilated and smelled awful. Eventually, it got so strong, we had to resist the urge to puke. And then it was gone with the wind. Confused, we kept on. We began seeing strange, strange... Listen, this is his account, okay? I don't know. Okay. So the smell of death is following you for a long ass time. Well, no, they're like getting just... deeper into the woods. Oh. Um, but still, it doesn't make sense. This is his account. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so we began seeing strange, strange sharpened sticks and rocks on the trail. I wonder how dense I was back then. His words, not mine. Um, that's some Blair Witch bullshit. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, Ignoring all these strange things, eventually we got back in the laughing spirit. We were still a little unnerved, but nothing that laughter can't fix. The trail seemed normal from there on out, but Mark was still nervous. Darren and Brian were slapping Lucas in the back of the head, so he ran up about ten yards in front of us. (laughs) As he did that... (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! As he did that, I watched as Mark's eyes grew huge. He tried to call out to Lucas, but then Lucas paused. We all ran up to him. We were greeted by the sight of some sort of house made out of sticks. The house had dead animals inside. We panicked now. We looked back, but we saw one of the melon heads cross the trail. (laughs) Shitting my pants. Bye. (laughs) One peeked out at us from behind a tree. We were all athletic kids, so we ran as fast as we could out of there. I knew we were being tailed. We ran into Darren's car and shut the doors. We didn't even bother buckling up as we sped away from the spot in the forest where we were. We went up a little too, or sorry, we went a little too fast as a police officer pulled us over. We were happy to see another human, nonetheless, one with a gun. He opened our window and saw our scared faces. He seemed worried at first, but then had a smug look on his face. He knew we were looking for the melon heads. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> We tell you not to go out in there. Literally. Listen, I, mm, I, mm. anyways, if I was a cop in this area, I'd be like, you know what? That's all you little shits. Uh, this is why, though. This is fucking why. This is why I could not be a fucking cop. This, okay. If this is true, this is why. He thought that we had heard some noise and got scared. He didn't listen to us. Was he not hearing what we were saying? After we had calmed down, the officer heard a noise behind him. We were now scared out of our wits. The officer looked at the spot in the forest from which it came and told the person to come out of the woods. Oh, God. Five seconds later, he had his gun drawn. He was now yelling at the person to freeze. Then a small, sharp rock flew in and (gasps) lodged itself into the officer's forehead. Ah! Blood splattered our window. We sped off. As you fucking should have. You shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. Okay. (gasps) I decided to be brave and look back, and I saw something I'll never forget. A melon head standing over the officer's body. It brought out some sort of rock dagger and began cutting off the officer's limbs. Bro, I'm sitting in my fucking pants if this shit's real. The local newspaper reported on the missing officer. I did not verify that because I just did not have time. I am interested to look into it. Okay. 
Anyways. When you're done, I'm going to search The it. local newspaper reported on the missing officer. Although they never found his body, my friends and I already know what happened to him. We never told anyone this story, and I only bring it up since I saw something that caught my attention on the news. The bodies of three teens showed up in the forest yesterday. I don't know when this was posted. All of them had been hacked to oblivion by some sort of stone weapon. What? <sighs> what? Should, where was this again? I I want to say I want to say this was an Ohio one, um, northeastern Ohio, um, and that's all it says. Cool. Um, and in case I forget, I want to try and find the blog name. So hold on. So that blog that I just got that story off of with like a couple of the other previous ones was Believing the Bazaar. I literally just found it. Hey. One of the blogs was the Creepy Cleveland, or the Creepy Cleveland, Creepy Cleveland. I can't find the other one. Um, If you hear this by some miraculous chance and it was your blog that had the story, just send us a message and I'll, we'll make sure to correct it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I have to do some digging on the, because what comes up? After that blog, Cleveland torso murderer. Oh, is it a melon head? No. It was a serial killer in the 1930s in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. I guess I just found my next case. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Sounds fun. This is, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're going to have to do this one. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I, I like the little melon head stories. Those are fun. Yeah, I did my best to keep that one, like... This week, I tried to keep it more on the fun side. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah, that's cool. it for the melon that's heads. Fun. Uh, fun melons. have better enjoying, like, the fun little ones. Yes. I'm trying to give you some little breadcrumbs, because I'm... Probably about to serve you a whole ass. A whole ass meal. <laughs> Seven course meal. Here's a whole loaf now. Because I gave you all the little crummies. You're just leading them to your cottage in the woods. Like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> it's funny because the reason I... Because, you know, we painted our ceiling. And, like, a lot... That's, like, a really controversial thing, apparently. I like having the ceiling painted dark green but I had mentioned that I wanted the ceiling to be painted because I wanted the house to feel like a cozy little cottage in the woods <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that you had painted the ceiling yeah okay yeah Ryan's dad was like oh, you painted the fucking ceiling yes I did yeah what you gonna do sure about did. it <laughs> yep all right well that's fun. Now on to the next not so fun. Ugh. Last one. We got this. Thanks for joining, ghouls. Don't forget uh, to like the social medias and the follow on the podcast platforms and email stories, ghoulishgalspodcast at yahoo.com. Links are all in the link tree on the Instagram. Uh, we're going to try. I don't know. We need to talk about TikTok. <laughs> Listen, we'll we get need there. to do something we'll with get it. There. 
Uh, maybe we post it. Maybe we record a video for TikTok tonight. We're pretty fucking campy right now. I don't fucking know. Ah! I'm just saying. <sighs> anyway, we're going to go. You, of course, said that as I took a drink of water. I did. <laughs> Fucker. We're going to go now. Uh, bye-bye now. Bye-bye.